Hello and welcome to the Waste of Webspace podcast, episode 34. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this podcast episode is entitled The Coffee Cast with Milk and Two Sugars. That's all very good. What if you don't have two sugars in you? It's, this is obviously a reference to coffee, isn't it? And is that a coffee, a sugar each, or are we talking one of us wants two sugars? What, one with them? How do you take your coffee? Um, I tend not to drink that much coffee, in all <laughs> honesty, uh, which I'm sure is something that doesn't keep me awake at night. Uh, but <laughs> it, it, I tend, if, if I do have it, I would have milk and one sugar. You could have told me that before I decided to do a coffee-themed podcast, Fisher. Well, sometimes it takes, sometimes an outsider sees a bit more of the game. <laughs> okay, so we'll be, we're talking about coffee later on because it's uh, International Coffee Day on October the 1st, which is coming up very soon. So I thought we'd do a coffee-themed podcast. Uh, but we always start the show, don't we, by um, talking about how badly we did the intro and then moving on to um, little things like what we should have done last week and things that we need to talk about that happened last week. Yep, Apology so of the Week, on. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, should we, what, what do you want to start off? Should I part, start with Apology of the Week first? Uh, well, I would, I would actually like Since to say that... It. I would actually like to say that we didn't cock the intro up this time. Okay. Uh, we just cocked the next bit up. Um, <laughs> so, Apology of the Week. Have we got an Apology of the Week? Well, yeah, I wanted to apologise, because after listening back, uh, I ruined your joke about um, the umpire. And not only ruined your joke, but I actually told a better joke. Uh, well, um, I, hang on, hang on. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say your joke was better than mine. <laughs> what about the Umpire Strikes Back? The Umpire Strikes Back. Well, what's, wrong, what's the difference in the Umpire Strikes Back and the Fall and Rise of the Roman Umpire? Well, the, the, Although, I, I would all say, I will say is there might be another opportunity for you to tell the joke uninterrupted during this episode. So you might want to wait and hang fire and wait till you think the right, the moment is right, the moment's correct. To be honest, to tell that joke. Normally, when it comes to telling jokes like that, I'll just tell it anyway. Yeah. I don't have to try and find the right moment. Well, there's, there, we're, we're, you're going to have to wait for that moment on this occasion. Okay. Okay. So I accept your apology and we will carry on podcasting together. So every we started a little new feature, didn't we, a couple of weeks back, and it was about trying to get a celebrity on the podcast who we mentioned in the previous episode and also coming up with some ideas of features that they could star in as part of our podcast. A few weeks ago, we started this with Sean Murphy, and we had ideas such as what's in Sean's pocket and um, Murph, Murphy or Turfy. Murphy or Turfy. So, what, what would snooker be like if you played on turf instead of cloth? And then we moved on last week. We spoke, didn't we, about... Um, People who used to teach us who'd been on telly because it happened, didn't it, with one, an Italian teacher who was on Big Brother. And then we got on talking about Kate Botley, didn't we, who was our RE teacher and her husband was our one of our music teachers yes. when we were at school. So we decided to pick Kate Botley as our guest to try and get on the podcast. Guest, uh, Our guest to impress. Yes. And, and um, well, she has actually, unlike Sean Murphy, the bastard, um, <laughs> as he's now known, uh, she actually responded to us. We, se- we sent her some ideas, didn't we? Do you yeah. wanna, should we read out the ideas? Let, let's go for it. Do you want to do yours first? Uh, should it, in, in turn, you can, do, you can do it first. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to catch up, that's all. Okay, all right, well, I'll, I'll do mine first. Then. <laughs> uh, we called Bottle It Up Botley. So we asked Kate Botley, is there anything that she's got that she'd like to get off her chest that she's been holding on to for a long time? And your other one? Uh, angling with an Anglican. So we asked Kate Botley, who is an Anglican because she's Church of England, <laughs> uh, to go fishing with us and she can discuss what she likes and dislikes about fishing. <laughs> Good ideas. Uh, so my ideas were Google Box, a hard-hitting documentary where we hide the Reverend Kate Botley in a box at Google HQ, armed with a hidden camera where she uncovers what really goes on at Google. I can yep. see something like that on Panorama. 
Yeah. Um, next idea was, uh, will the real reverend please stand up? And this is where we get... I, I like getting people dressed up as things, as my previous idea with Sean Murphy, where I wanted them getting dressed up as a Smurf. Yeah. Well, on this occasion, um, we get five people dressed as reverends. However, four of them are convicts, and only one of them is an actual reverend. Kate Botley, with her reverend um, abilities, has got to deduce which one is the real reverend. Hence the title, will the real reverend please stand up? But why are they convicts, by the way? Is there any particular reason, or just just, just... just because I thought that they're probably further away from from reverends, from reverends. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't have any former reverends who are now convicts for whatever reason they might be convicts. Yeah, there. I'd keep it separate from any former religious convicts, if you know what just I mean. Keep it fully separate. Yeah, and then my final idea was uh, rev it up, Reverend. Um, Kate Botley takes part in a series of motor racing based challenges against other local reverends. So it could yeah. be like a bit like Mario Kart's. That'd be good, wouldn't it? And they can throw, like, things out. Chuck like, bananas at each other and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, or, like, things from the church. So, like, um, you know, them cups that you drink out of. or yeah, some hassocks and that sort of stuff. And yeah. Some, well, be a bit offensive, chuck a Bible at someone, wouldn't yeah. it, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, could could do that. Um, but we got I, some good response, didn't we? We did. I mean, it's 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 good to hear people uh, getting back in touch with us uh, and, and responding. And uh, Kate Botley actually did, did sort of respond to our, our tweet, didn't she? Um, she request. liked it. She didn't actually say she'd come on the podcast, but she actually she probably went a step further in a way. She said she put a little star saying phones agent and Channel 5, almost like that's what she was going to do. Now, that's fine. Yep. I'm really happy that she's impressed with that and is going to contact Channel 5 about it and her agent, um, hopefully for good reasons. And not likely to do a report on us on, for pestering her to do these stupid games. We've only sent her one tweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hardly harassment yet, is it? Um, yet. But Channel 5, hmm, mm. I, I think our material's probably at least worth ITV. Yeah, I thought so. Maybe even BBC one day. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, mean they, put, they put Piers Morgan on ITV, so if he can get on there. Yeah, anyone can get on there. I mean, it's, 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 it's a bit snobby from Kate Botley because she's been on Channel 4 quite a lot. So, oh no, you can go on Channel 5. That's not quite as good as Channel 4. But, yeah. uh, but I think it's it's nice that she's actually responded and interacted with us. And there's been quite a few people who've liked it and retweeted us. There Kate, has, yeah. Kate Botley retweeted it to all of her followers. And I think she has got about, is it 96, 97,000 followers? And do you know how many followers we gained from that retweet? Oh, go on. It's got to be in the, in the what, 100 or something? Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah. So, so our, our social media strategy yeah. is working then, is small, it? Small gains. It's more than we got from Sean Murphy, though. But we got some good responses. So other people also suggested things um, from from um, Kate Botley's share of our ideas. Um, somebody called James Anderson um, replied saying, it looks like they're... It says, are they even... They could even be a Wednesday fan, you know. I don't think they are. They've just got an owl as their picture. Anyway, Botley of, Bot- of Botany Bay... Where you where you do a church swap with rural Aussie parish, um, air miles sorted, and yeah, there you go. So, so basically, we'll, they'll they'll be he wants to do like a swap for like an Aussie swap with with the Reverend Kate Botley. That's a bit offensive because he's basically suggesting that we send her to Australia, which is, <laughs> is not very nice. Um, and somebody says uh, Mrs. John and her Twitter name. So it's Mrs. John Adams doesn't have a real job anyway. At Louise John says. I would watch all of these 100%. All right. Well, thank you very much. So yeah. we, we need to get a job working on uh, on, on a Com- commissioning TV shows, don't we? We should do, yeah. Um, but it all, it, all, it all comes around in one big circle because um, that was Kate Botley's most recent retweet. Uh, that was five hours ago. And eight hours ago, do you know what her most recent retweet was? What? Uh, before so before our retweet, she tweeted about Salisbury Cathedral. All oh, right, so she's so obviously she, to the podcast. She must be a fan. <laughs> don't don't give me this rubbish that she's not heard of us before. Well, she's taught us, hasn't she? She has. Yeah. So. There we go.
so throughout today, um, we are going to be um, obviously mentioning various celebrities, and at the end of the of the show, we will work out which celebrity we're going to pester this week to try and get on the next episode uh, in a couple of weeks' time because Fisher's going on holiday. Uh, yes, so we'll be so we'll be podcasting for uh, <laughs> at some for point. Weeks, uh, yes, in the next two weeks. Yeah. And Jimbo, uh, it was your uh, <laughs> it was your birthday recently, wasn't it? It so was my birthday recently. To celebrate, should we have a drink? We shall have a drink. Yeah, it's a podcast beer, and uh, y- you say celebrate. Let's have a drink. Like you've got me a drink for my birthday, but no, I brought the drink today, Fisher. All right, I'm providing the venue today, um, and it is Charlie Wells Triple Hop IPA, five point two percent, and it's got a man with a beard on it. On the picture, I don't know where I got this from. It's brewed in Bedford, though. You know, like we try to stick with local beers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's brewed in Bedford. Uh, this well-balanced IPA is bursting with three hops sourced from around the world. So we're not even that local because it's all sourced from everywhere. Um, a clean, fruity aroma leads to—you could just taste this for yourself, I suppose. But a clean, fruity aroma leads to an easy-drinking, rounded beer backed by a gentle malt sweetness. There you go. Um, are you ready? Yeah, but is it nice or not? I don't know. Let's find out. So. This is Charlie Wells. Fish is going to have a little tip it a little bit. We've got a bigger That's... head on that now. Oh, I don't know. There's a, there's a head on the um, on the bottle, actually, isn't there? There is, yes. If you look at that, which has got a beard on it. <clears throat> and you may notice that uh, in previous podcasts, I was also sporting a beard. You was, and it's gone. It's gone. Do you know why it's gone? Why? Well, it's funny you should ask. Um, because I was walking through a train station the other day, and someone came up to me and said, Hiya, you. How are you doing? And I said, Hiya. You all right? And she said, Good to see you. I've not seen you for ages. And I said... Do I know you are? <laughs> and she said, it's Amy. And then she named, mentioned the company that she worked for. Okay. And she said to you, you are Lee McAllister, aren't you? I said, <laughs> no, I'm not. And she said, oh, well, never mind, and walked off. This once happened to me. I don't know if I've mentioned it in any of the podcasts before, where I was at work and I I was hovering around the cafe area, just wait, queuing for a drink, and uh, somebody looked over at me and said hello, and I said, are you? And he walked up to me and he went, James? And I went, yeah. And he shook my hand and he went, and, and he went, oh, great. And then he just started looking at me and staring at him for ages. And I didn't know what to do. And I said to him, excuse me, uh, I don't actually know who you are. How do you know my name? And he went, I'm meeting you, aren't I? And it turned <laughs> out he was meeting somebody else called James. Oh, dear. Is... <laughs> and, but obviously with my name being James, it, it just yep. it was very awkward. And it turned out to be one of the senior leaders as well. So oh, lovely. Sort of scuttled off and just yeah. explained it was a mistake. But anyway, yeah, I went for a massage on my birthday for sure, which is really oh, right. awkward, isn't it? Have you ever had a massage before? It depends. Who's, but, uh, I have, yes, had a massage on, on a few occasions. Yeah, it's, um, it's I tend back to, massage. I tend to be back, yeah, back and shoulders. It was a bit scary. Um, Where did he go for it? Bannertines. Oh my, it wasn't done by Duncan Bannatyne. That would be scary. It Duncan Bannatyne did it. The most scary thing is that in, cause I was already nervous anyway. When I went in the room, um, I, lay, I was late. You lay, you have to put your head in a hole thing, don't you? I beg on, your pardon. On a couch thing, on like a no, bed. It's, it's not that kind of massage, is it? <laughs> so, and as I was doing that, I noticed it was a large bamboo stick in front of me, and I turned to my wife and said, "What, what are they going to do with that?" I was a little, <laughs> little bit worried, but it was fine. It, it wasn't so bad after all. A bit tender a few days after, but... Uh, well, it's quite good. It gets all the tension out of your shoulders and all that sort of stuff. supposed to, but it, just, it made me just feel tense all the way through. So, anyway, but it was a good birthday. Like... I didn't didn't mention it on uh, on the last podcast, did I? I was turning 31. Did you not? No, you I, had... I also forgot to mention it on my radio show on a Sunday. Which radio show? do the radio show on a Sunday. Well, I had heard. Yeah. Um, I think most people have heard. Uh, it's on uh, Penniston FM, is it? 95.7 Penniston FM. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Is it called? What's it called? Jimbo's Sunday Brunch. Jimbo's Sunday Brunch. Sunday mornings at ten till twelve. Isn't yeah, it? do you know the frequency? It's, I think it's. I think I said earlier it was ninety-five point seven pounds in FM. That's correct. Yeah. So 
So that's 12 minutes of waffle for sure. We've only managed to just uh, get to his drinks. So. Yep. The beer's quite nice, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, so we're on to the news. So what has been going on this week? Do you know what I want to talk about? Go on. We're here um, to try and keep in check with everything. We've got our iPads out. Good job we're not the children of Kirsty Allsop, really, isn't it? Yeah, I heard about this. Do you know what she did? I know that she was in. She was for some reason smashing iPads, and it was to do with mm-hmm. her children spending too much time on them. Her children had been uh, misbehaving, apparently, and not to, not using their iPads correctly, or they'd, they'd been given a certain time limit in terms of when they could use their iPads, and apparently they'd they'd, they'd been using it when they shouldn't have been. And she decided to teach them a lesson. She smashed the iPads against the table leg. See, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping my wife doesn't hear about this, and if we get back late from podcasting, then she doesn't take the same approach. Yeah. Well, not only is it damaging the iPad, it's damaging the table leg as well, isn't it? <laughs> Which is not really a very good thing to do. So, have we done this before? Is Kirsty Allsop some sort of home design person as well, or is that somebody else? Uh, I think you're, you might I be thinking you you might be thinking of either Sarah Beanie or Amanda Lamb. I, I, I get that confused. I did that. I've done that on this podcast before, haven't I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we Maybe talk... we should invite them on the podcast <laughs> to clear it up. <laughs> well, we can't invite Kirsty Allsop. She might smash our iPads yeah, up. Yeah, true. Um, so maybe Sarah Beanie or Amanda Lamb, they could come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, explain the difference. Ex- yeah, explain who's who. Um, but Kirsty Allsop, we talked about her. Um, not sitting with her children on an aeroplane. Her and her husband went into premium or, and mm-hmm. her children went into economy. Yeah. So her children obviously, well, they now can't keep themselves entertained in economy class because they've not got their <laughs> digital devices to play with. But wouldn't you have thought, if you want to try and teach your child a lesson about how to be good, she could have maybe said, right, you've misbehaved. These iPads, what we can do with them is give them to people who need them, donate them to charity. That might be a slightly better thing to do instead of just smashing them against the table leg. It is a little bit cruel. I'm sure the kids are wise to it and they've got insurance. Oh, they could be, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's a, one of the first things... Do you, do you know who's not got time to smash iPads up? Who's not got time to smash iPads up? Mark Wahlberg. Has he not? He's not got time to smash his children's iPads up. Why not? Well, you've seen his routine, haven't you? I have seen his routine. He's, He's a very busy man. Um, yeah, we, we, we kind of scrutinised this a little bit, though, didn't we? We did a little bit, um, it, and he, he fully listed out what he did. Uh, and to be fair, Mark Wahlberg is one of the highest paid actors in the world now, um, which is a mystery given the tribe that he gets up to during the day. But he talks about uh, doing fitness work and going to the gym. He also said that he plays golf for, I can't remember if it was half an hour or an hour. It was half an hour. Half an hour. So what's he doing? Playing two holes? Well, the, oh. and the worst thing about it for me is that the way he'd listed what he does, it looked like he was in the shower for an hour and a half. Oh, I. But yet only playing golf for 30 minutes. So yeah. as a suggestion... If he spent 20 minutes or even 15 minutes in the shower, which is which is probably what, normal if not quite a lot for the average person, do you probably, reckon? Probably, yeah. He could spend another extra, what, hour playing golf yeah, if could, he wanted to. He'd probably get nine holes in then if he was doing that, as opposed to... But by the time he's actually got out, got changed, laced his boots up, and gone for, he, he, I don't think in half an hour he can get two holes of golf in. It was, it was quite a detailed schedule, wasn't it? And... And when you detail something that much, um, I mean, include everything, didn't it? Like you said, the shower, when he eats, what he eats, how much he exercises. Um, but, but it was so detailed, yet he forgot to mention when he has a poo. He does. Didn't that even wasn't men- on there. Didn't mention cleaning his teeth either? No. All that sort of stuff? No. And as a Hollywood actor, you know, um, maybe take some somewhere to be cleaned. <laughs> Could do, yeah. Put some new set of teeth in his dad. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably just in the washing machine. Yeah. So yeah, I was quite intrigued by that. Um, that's the kind of that's the standard you've got to get up to to be at the top, which we, we don't quite meet at that stage. And speaking of poo, because we just mentioned poo, I'm trying to look for links. You see, here okay. as we talk, try and move through the news with 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 relevance. Okay, so we're speaking of poo. So this is the poo section of the news. Um, the UK government are considering restricting um, how easy it is to get laxatives. 
don't know if you saw that earlier in the week. I think they're being obviously misused or or not used correctly, or people are getting potentially addicted to laxatives. Addicted to why would you get addicted to I, laxatives? I don't. I've no idea. But everything's you know the drugs aren't this end yeah. of the day. There's a way to get addicted to things. Um, but to me, it's it, it's needless. In fact, you know, I would say that the stools on laxatives need to be loosened. I mean, the rules on laxatives <laughs> need to be loosened. Um, what about you? Um, I've not particularly got any comments on it. Um, <laughs> I suppose it might go into... Sometimes you have a bit of a challenge as to what's best. Is it laxatives? Is it someone else? And you kind of go into some kind of runoff situation. <laughs> um, but it, how can you possibly become addicted to laxatives? How can you say, I tell you what, I really like pooing. Really, really enjoy it. So and I just, I'm just getting... And don't get me wrong, everyone does it. Everyone does it sort of presumably once a day, maybe even more. Yeah. But... Well, should we move on? Because to be fair, it's, uh, it's shit news, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so moving on, um, what do you want to talk about next? I'm, I'm trying to link from poo to anything else. Okay, well, um, uh, well the Prime Minister. Um, <laughs> now, you're married, Jimbo. I can remember your wedding. I was there. Yep. I've, I, I'm married as well. You can remember my wedding. You were there. Do you know who wasn't there? Theresa May. Right, okay. However, for a married couple... On, they were getting married on the Isle of Wight. They were just having some pictures, and Theresa May turned up in a boat oh. and joined in the wedding photos. Well, I can only can you sh- imagine I that? can only assume she's turned up for the uh, evening reception disco for the for the dancing for the dancing. Of yeah. course, I can only assume that's the reason she's gone. Is that correct? I, th- I or did she actually photo bomb a wedding or something? I think she might have. I, you say she just turned up for the dancing. I think she might have actually been booked as entertainment. She's that good. <laughs> that's it. But I do actually know someone who met her. Uh, yeah. Earlier on this year, he was going to watch Sheffield Wednesday play against Reading, and that's her constituency right, uh, yeah. around the area in either Maidstone or Maidenhead, but I can't remember which. Um, and they went to a local Conservative club for a drink just because they'd been there in the previous year. And they mentioned Theresa May, and someone said, "Oh, she's in the next room." He said, "What are you talking about?" He went to the toilet, came back, and she was actually sat there. <laughs> and he got a, he genuinely got a photograph with her. And then his mate. Tried to get a photograph as well. I like put his arm round her, which put someone grabbed all of his arm and said, "No, don't touch her." I'm like, well, she's not the queen. Well, no, but she, but I said it, it could have. She could have been done over by two lads from Sheffield. Yeah, what, just know. by putting an arm on her. Yeah, perhaps it was just the, the fact that a northerner was trying to touch her was enough to <laughs> get off. I thought, to be fair, I'm, I'm surprised that she didn't. She, she, you know, he wasn't allowed to uh, put an arm on her because I mean, I've heard she's strong and stable. Uh, yeah, but, uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously not in that case. Yeah, I think evidence suggests that she actually probably isn't. Um, so moving on from that, then uh, the bodyguard, because we, we might as well we just mentioned bodyguards. Bodyguards, the yep. bodyguards of Theresa May. Should we talk about bodyguard? Now, me, we've both been a bit confused about this, haven't we? Because you know, it's a great. You know, it, we obviously know it's got a great soundtrack. Yep. Whitney Houston did a brilliant, uh, had a brilliant role in the film. Mm-hmm. Yep. She wasn't in this version, though, was she? I'm not too sure why. Oh, is it not that film? It's not that one, no, no. It's a TV program, apparently. Oh yeah, okay, fair. Now, I have seen it. Really, this is where people are slipping up because the film is called The Bodyguard. Yeah. The TV program is just called Bodyguard. All oh, right, okay. So, did you watch it? Uh, I did actually. Yeah. Any good? Um, I, have you watched it? No. Oh right. Um, it, it's okay. It, I wouldn't say it's. I think people have gone on about it quite a lot, and uh, I think the the the, the scenes, the, the really good scenes, are very tense. They're very well done, but the actual storyline for me, eh, it's a bit wishy washy. It's no. not. Uh, yeah, it's not so bad. Okay, it's not well, so bad. It's okay. Well, moving on then. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, that's all we've got to say. It really. But that said, I did, I did have a bodyguard moment at work earlier this week. Okay. So I was in a big team meeting. The big managers were there, not the one that. Did someone come up and say James? And he said, "Yep, no, yeah. no, 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 no." Sorry, not you. Someone else. That didn't happen this time. But I went to a big team meeting, 
the managers were there and uh, I'd made a bit of a video for them because I would get asked to make video. Basically, anything to do with mu- media, music, anything like that, I get asked to do it. A bit like you get asked to do all IT at your work. Yeah. I kind of get asked to do all the videos and anything to do with media. Just playing podcasts will be fine. Well, yeah. And uh, so anyway, I, I put the I put the video on, but the problem was the, the, the microphone on the desk, because it's a university where I work, each, each desk has got like a microphone on it so that students can hear. Yeah. But it wouldn't turn off. So there was this horrible, like... Um, what do you call it? Feedback, feedback from the microphone yeah. squeaking, particularly when you put the video on and it all sort of yep. interlinks and, and screeches. So I had to, for a video of two minutes in length and then a video of just under four minutes in length, I had to stand with my button and with my finger on the button of the microphone to hold <laughs> it because it wouldn't turn off. You had to keep your finger on it to keep it off. So, and obviously there is, for those, I don't want to ruin the seat, the bodyguard for anyone, bodyguard, sorry. Yeah. Um, you have to keep, he has to, he's got his finger sort of strapped to a bomb detonator mm-hmm. and it immediately reminded everyone of bodyguard. Did so it? I actually did play a part in, in my own version of bodyguard. Did you take some kind of royalties or commission for for that uh, starring role that you were, you were in? <laughs> well, I did, I did see if anyone had any scissors and uh, so they could come and uh, disconnect the microphone in case yeah. there was any sort of explosion. But Probably, uh, probably would have been easier. Did you not, did you not fancy saying when you were there saying, Kim Jong-un, this one's for you. <laughs> and then take your finger off the button and then <laughs> it would be great. Um, so I'd say that's as well. Um, one one other popular thing at the moment, Fortnite. Well, we're fortnightly, aren't we? Every two weeks. Is we that, are. Is, yes. that why it's po- is that not the same thing? And this weird game that I don't really understand no. uh, is becoming increasingly popular. Uh, the footballers like it, don't they? As well, which is uh, I think they've got you know. Do they? I've, I've, I've never played yeah, it. Harry Kane keeps going on about it quite a lot. Oh, okay. Um, apparently, though, it's uh, been named on divorce forms for being the respo- uh, responsible for at least 200 divorces this year. Oh, okay. Because people's husbands presumably pl- too busy playing Fortnite as opposed to, you know, talking to their wives and stuff. To be fair, the average um, wedi- um, the average marriage probably does last a fortnight <laughs> these days. It does, at times, yes. Um, but not ours, which are both strong and stable, like mm-hmm. Theresa May. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that's a bad example to use again. again. Yeah. Um, so that's that's not really very good. Um, I don't really understand exactly what the game is, but if you would rather play Fortnite than spend time with your wife, then, well, shame on you, I suppose, really. Yeah. You could play it together. And that's play it, that's yes. obviously the future. You could play it together and just, like, innocently murder each other with these weapons <laughs> that you get when you're playing the game. Um, <laughs> to avoid doing it in real life. Yes, and obviously we mentioned we mentioned my beard earlier on, yep. being shaved off. I can now I'm clean shaven. I could work as a policeman in Northern Ireland. Ah, okay. Have they got a new rule in force? Um, well, I suppose it doesn't mean I could actually just because I've shaved it off doesn't mean I can instantly become a policeman. But uh, if you were if you've got a beard, you can't become a Northern Irish policeman. No, oh, okay. Um, it is uh, for health and safety reasons. They said everyone's got to be clean shaven. And do you know specifically what the reason is? Nope. That if you're wearing a face mask to kind of you know if you've got if you're somewhere where you've got fumes or whatever you need to put a face mask on. If you're wearing a if you've got a beard, I never say if you're wearing a beard then. <laughs> do you wear a beard or just have a beard? <laughs> if you've got a beard, you can't put your face mask on very tightly, so you're more likely to ingest some of these toxic fumes. Apparently. Fair enough. It's only for their safety, I suppose. Then, but uh, but even not you... good if you want the if you want the beard look. If yeah. that's what you're after. You've you've got a, you've got a beard at the moment. It's, it's a fairly small beard, I would say. It's, I don't see that's going to restrict. It's more of a messy stubble, I'd say. I, I, I don't see that is going to restrict um, your ability you know, your ability to get a face mask fairly tight. To but, face. but some really bushy beards potentially could, you know. Could do, yeah. Some beards I'm quite jealous of sometimes could be quite difficult to uh, squash it onto. Could they not use Could they not use the beard itself as a filter, <laughs> just sort of like hold it up so any fumes have to go through the beard first? Yeah, it would surely I, yeah, be a better that, that, a better option. That would be a good call. Um, anything else you want to go with? Yep. We're still called West Web Space Podcast, aren't we? We we are for now. Until, we until, about... until until uh, the World of Warcraft 
um, podcast gets too annoyed and uh, tries to attempt to make us change our name. Yeah, no one cares about that. Fortnite is the <laughs> is the one you want to be playing now, mate. Um, but we're still called Waste of Waste Podcast. Weight Watchers change the name. Have they? Yep. Do you know what to change it to? No idea. WW. Oh. Uh, because they don't want to make make reference to the word weight, apparently. Right. Okay. What's W stand for? Well, that's what the chief executive couldn't quite answer. <laughs> it's something watchers. <laughs> so it still basically means white watchers, but they don't ref- won't want to refer to that. Okay. Um, which is probably the most pointless thing I think I've ever heard of. It's probably the stupidest name change since WWF changed they to could WWE. Could it to uh, to wad- wad- waddling watchers? But <laughs> um, well, it's one of these things with names, isn't it? Because uh, BP waste watchers. Waste watchers, yeah. Waste watchers. So that again might be sounding too much like waste of web space. Then that's perhaps why they've not not decided <laughs> to name it that. But I suppose we could possibly reduce our name down to waste web space, wouldn't we? WW waste uh, of space. Waste. Yep. So is it is it a good name change or not? I don't really think it is because surely they're inherently tied into white. That's the whole point of doing it. But they say they're trying to just promote exercise and a healthy lifestyle, so they want to change the name. And also another name change: Dunkin' Donuts. Do you know what they're called now? Uh, it's somewhere I've been wanting to go for a while, actually. Well, there is one in Barnsley. No, it's, no, it's said that after the Dunkin' Donuts one and not the Weight Watchers one. <laughs> um, there, is, there is one not far There's away not, now. There, there is one in Barnsley, not too mm-hmm. far away from here, on the, off the Dern Valley Parkway. Um, if any listeners have uh, wanted to understand where the Dern Valley Parkway is, it's a lovely, lovely uh, <laughs> stretch of straight road that connects uh, the top end of Sheffield There's to Barnsley. There's about five million roundabouts, though. Yeah, yeah, and people drive very quickly on there, unfortunately. And over them quite often when they, they realise that there's yes. another roundabout there, but yeah. They do indeed. So, Dunk, what are they changing the name to? Ah, well, they're changing their name to Dunkin'. <laughs> Just uh, Dunkin'. Just Dunkin', yeah. So, but, but maybe that's so they can expand their product range and they could they could dunk all sorts in, so Dunkin' Celery or... Well, they, they, Particularly for the Weight Watchers, sorry, WW. Um, well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because they don't want to make reference to... Um, Donuts mm-hmm. and being unhealthy, and yet Weight Watchers encouraging people to be healthy and watching the weight. They don't want to make reference to that in the name either. They could call them uh, the uh, wa- um, Waste Watchers Federation, but then you get the old issue of WWF who had to change their name yeah. a while ago because it got mixed up with the World Wildlife Foundation. They yeah. became WWF. It's just getting all confusing. This isn't wouldn't, it? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great if they just combined the two and just like had some pandas wrestling against each other? <laughs> That'd be very good. Um, so should, should, we, should we move on to your coffee quiz? Uh, we shall, yeah. Let, let's let's move on to that. So, because we've got a, a few, other, but I do want to do a bit of local news before, because we we can't just talk about the world, can we? We we've got to talk about Sheffield right here in Sheffield. And there's something I thought about mentioning today, and I forgot about. We forgot to put it on our um, on our on our notes for sure. Um, in Sheffield last night, a swan escaped from Hillsborough Park. Right now, the, the strangest thing about that wasn't the news to me. I, I didn't know that that swans were that. That'd be the biggest surprise to me that it was there in the first place. Well, th- there are swans in Hillsborough Park because there's a pond, but why? Wh- why was the swan? Did it escape or did it just decide to leave the park? I didn't know swans were. I didn't. I didn't realize it on electronic tags were restricting to a certain area. <laughs> Neither did I. But there's a video of it running through the streets of Sheffield, and if it shouldn't have been running down a main road, yeah. I admit that. Well, if it can't, um, it can't buy by the Green Cross code, man, then. <laughs> I don't care what they get for an hour. But maybe this story should have been swan out of control running down a dual carriageway rather than swan escapes from Hillsborough Park because I never knew swans were, were forbidden from leaving parks. I thought yeah. they could just fly off when they wanted to. Although then somebody told me today that apparently parks do clip the wings to keep them safe and keep them in the park. Well, I didn't clip, know that. Need to clip the feet by the looks of it to keep her in off. <laughs> That's it. Or give it like a, a high-vis vest or something. I yeah. don't know. Anyway... So, 
So, Fisher, it is uh, International Coffee Day on Monday. I think it's Monday, it's 1st October, Monday? Yep. Yeah, so Monday, it's International Coffee Day. So I thought I'd do a coffee-themed quiz for you, just so we can learn a little bit more about coffee. So what could I call this? Um, wake up and smell the... Bacon. Yeah, let's call it that. So, um, first of all, then, you had, you've got seven questions, so I'm going to run through them really quickly, because I know we've got a lot to get through. So, first of all, all about coffee, this. Number one, how was coffee discovered? And I'm going to give you two options. So, first of all, Fisher, um, coffee was discovered then because shepherds, or at the time goat herders, noticed the effect of caffeine on their goats, who appeared to dance after eating coffee berries. <laughs> Maybe that's what this swan did in Sheffield. Yeah. Um, a local monk then made a drink with the coffee berries and found that it kept him awake at night. Thus, the original cup of coffee was born. So that's A. Or was it B? In Kenya in the 11th century, some children are said to have been playing and dropped coffee beans into a barrel of water, which was obviously hot in the sun. They drank it. The children are then reported to be unusually hard to settle and get to sleep, which is when the Kenyan people worked out what happened. And then that's when coffee and then cups of coffee began in Kenya. So is it A or B? I think it could be B. I think it could be that uh, Oops, some children uh, dropped some coffee beans and drank it okay. in, in, in some hot water. And they were difficult to settle. Would, would the, why, why would it be that? Or why would it be the goats dancing? Would it not be that the kids drank it and said, hmm, that tastes quite nice? <laughs> and not just, oh, we're absolutely wired and we can't get to sleep. <laughs> well, actually, Fisher, you're wrong. <laughs> Off to a bad start, I'm afraid, yeah. Uh, so it's actually the first one. It was the shepherds in uh, Ethiopia, I think it was. Actually, I didn't say, I didn't tell you where that was, was it? It was in Ethiopia. That's where coffee was originally from. Uh, well, if you, said, if you said that, I think I would have got it right. Well, I thought Kenya as well, because they have, they, have, they have coffee there, possibly, maybe. Ken-co, not Ken- Kenya. Oh, right, okay. They got mixed up. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it was a, it was the uh, crazy goats, and then the monk who drank the berries and discovered it kept him awake at night. So what, what, what does, do you want that? Is that what you want? Would you carry on drinking it if that was the effect? Well, aren't you not meant to drink coffee after like three o'clock in the afternoon? To... So they were, oh, so as soon as they discovered coffee, they decided to break the rules straight away. Yeah. Anyway, next then. Can you name, for, this is, comes in two parts, this question. Can you name the top 10 traded commodities in the world? Now, obviously, you know, coffee is going to be one of them. Coffee. But can yeah. you name the, the others? Uh, coffee. Yeah. Tea. No, it's not tea. No. Okay. Tea's not in there. Not in there. Uh, gold. Yep, gold's in there. Oil. Oil's in there. Two types of oil, actually, I'll give you. Uh, so oil. Oil and crude oil. Crude oil, oil and Brent oil, apparently. Uh, oh, Brent oil. Uh, Brent, yeah, Brent crude and, yeah. Um, so that's four, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, cotton. Yep. Uh, silver. Yep. Uh, so that's six. Um, so have, I've only got one wrong there. Uh, cocoa. No. Or coca, is it called? No. Cocaine. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, worth a try. Um, hey, guess some parts of Colombia. Give you the rest of the answers. Um, hey, do you want to give us a few clues, maybe? What kind of area I'm talking? Well, I'll just give you the. You, this isn't the main bit of it. So that, All right, this okay. is just well, for general knowledge. Corn, wheat, and cotton are cotton. the other ones. Did you say cotton? I said cotton. Oh, yeah. right, and corn, wheat, uh, natural gas as well. All right. Okay. There you oh, go. Where does that come from? So, <laughs> so I gave you ten. I oh, know. Can you sell that? Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so I've given you the ten. But where does coffee come in the top ten? Where does it come in that top ten? Uh, I would have. Th- I would thought it'd be quite high because it's, there's a lot of it. I mean, it's like gold. Mm. Is, is this based on the amount you sell or the value of it? I think it's the amount. Right. I thought coffee would be. I think it could be first. I think it is a very popular commodity. Tell you what. 
I'll give you that because you got it in the right half of the top ten. All right, right half. <laughs> it was second. All so, right, well, yeah. So it's fair enough to give you that. Yeah, it come was on, you, second. Could, you could say I was like one place missing. Not, I'm in the right half. <laughs> I think it is oil that's first because especially there's oh, two yeah, different sorry. types of oil as well. So anyway, uh, next then, the most expensive coffee is a staggering six hundred dollars per pound. But where does it come from? Is it A, the feces of a wild cat in Indonesia whose stomach is unable to digest coffee beans? In the process of digesting the beans, they are fermented in the stomach. When the beans are excreted, they produce a smooth chocolatey coffee. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Is it B, uh, from a pyramid site in Egypt where coffee was found buried in a tomb of an ancient Egyptian pharaoh, the coffee is said to be so strong that a sniff of it at close distance could burst blood vessels in your nose and cause temporary blindness. But then surely it'd be easier to embalm someone if all the blood vessels inside <laughs> them would burst, wouldn't it? Um, I, I, th- I think I know this, and I think... Um, I'm not necessarily sure about the animal uh, that you mentioned in the first one, but I know that... Um, Coffee made out of vomit from certain animals is very popular. So I would say that. So you first option. The first option? Yeah. Well done. Well, so, so, so when I say very popular, I mean very expensive and very sort of a luxury item. <laughs> Two out of three. Yeah, it is from the wild cat. Yeah. Uh, the second one completely made up. Next then, four. True or false, Abraham Lincoln invented instant coffee. Well, well how do you invent instant coffee? Is it freeze-dried coffee first and instant coffee and then you just put boiling water on it? So why would Abraham Lincoln have anything to do with that? Abraham, if, if he did do that, then maybe he should have focused a bit more on being president of the United States. <laughs> or the or, coffee, whatever he made him more money. Yeah, or not getting like killed when he went to the theatre. <laughs> maybe if he like keeps a bit of a lookout as to what's going on, as opposed to just, oh, yeah, I've made, yeah, maybe yeah, was a, yeah, I've made coffee. He was obviously not alert on caffeine, was he? Well, no, maybe that is his big mistake in life. Uh, so I don't think I don't see why he would have invented instant coffee, so I'm going to say... I think it's no, but then you so, always you always end up with stuff like this, people who haven't actually invented being credited, so, so I'm going to say it's true. You're going to say it's true? Yep. It's false. It was actually George Washington, but not the President George Washington. George Washington, oh, right. who was a chemist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a different fellow called Abraham Lincoln. Uh, yeah, so it was George Washington, the chemist. Next then, which of these is an, uh, is an actual real coffee that you could technically order? Okay, are you ready? Is it A, a double ristretto venti half soy banana decaf organic chocolate browned iced vanilla double shot gingerbread frappuccino extra steamed with foam whipped cream upside down double blended one sweet and low and whiskey and ice? Or is it a decaf? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a bit more than that. Or is it a B, double ristretto venti half soy non-fat decaf organic chocolate brownie iced vanilla double shot gingerbread frappuccino extra hot with foam whipped cream upside down double blended one sweet and low and one nutra sweet and ice? Uh, sorry, can you just repeat those, please? Um, no, can't. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say it's the second one. The second. Any reasons? Uh, it just the things you seem to be saying seem to be resonate a bit more to the things I've had in coffees in the. No, I don't. I never have coffee that complicated, but that seems to be the sort of stuff that they do sell nowadays. Actually, just well done. That is actually the first one. So it was the first. It was the second one. Sorry, that was yep. the correct one, and that's the longest coffee you could order. So that's like the biggest coffee order you could do, and yep. it's one drink. If right. you said that, and but if that's the longest sort of order, because you do hear these people, don't yeah. you, ordering these biz- like odd sounding coffees, and that's the Flat longest whites. one. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the train station in Wales, then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just mention on um, Abraham. You haven't, you haven't got time in Wales to ask for one of those coffees and ask where the train station yeah. is. Imagine if you said, "Yeah, I'm. I'm just meet me at the train station. I'm just getting a coffee. I'm getting a." And then <laughs> did the full thing. But you know, getting back to sort of just jumping back to George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Did you know that uh, you know they've got the face on the side of Mount Rushmore? That isn't completed. 
Right, okay. And it was meant to actually carry on a lot longer, and they were meant to do a lot more of the actual body of... Because uh, obviously got the faces, yeah, yeah. and then they're meant to do a lot more in terms of the body of them. They just decided just, just the thought, faces. Ah, sorry, let's let, let's just pack in now. I suppose it's a good job they started at the top and not the bottom. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not start like in the groin area. Yeah. So there's just like ten penises on the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> not that they'd have got into that much detail, but oh. never mind. Uh, next, uh, a couple in Saint Petersburg, Florida, are addicted to coffee. But what is unusual about their di- addiction is it a they're only addicted to a certain coffee shop in Florida, and they've been banned from visiting on numerous occasions for trying to hide in the coffee shop when it closes. The coffee shop refuses to give them coffee to take home due to complaints from the couple's neighbours that they're awake all evening playing loud music. Or is it B, they ingest the coffee via their bottoms 100 times per month? Fisher took up a golf drink just as I said that. Yeah, I would have thought. Now, I don't see... I, I imagine if you've got fans of coffee, I don't see why you would not be able to sell coffee to them. I don't see that be the coffee shop's problem. It was because so, of the complaints, so that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, but I think it's still try and sell it to it anyway. Anyway, so, causing a so, nuisance. You think how you know if they drink that much coffee, how 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 annoying are people who've had drank a lot of coffee? Well, how annoying would it be if you own a coffee shop and someone starts drinking coffee through their arse in the, in the <laughs> shop? That's going to be a bit more annoying, isn't it? Than someone being a bit loud when they get back home. <laughs> no, I didn't say that they go into a shop as well to have this coffee in their arse. Did I? I just said that. Oh, know, they take it home with them and then ingest potentially, it. Potentially, yeah. Uh, I think it could be. Uh, I think it could be that that they drink coffee through the. Through their bottom. Well done. They have a coffee enema hundred times a month, uh, straight into. I don't know why. I don't know if it's some sort of health benefit, but for some reason they put it straight into that. I, I have no idea. It can't be healthy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, and this is your last one. Um, we mentioned Serena Williams quite a few times in our podcast, and possibly last week, maybe even the week before. Uh, well, if you remember, I actually tried to tell a joke about um, a tennis umpire that well, was. Uh, it might not be the right time. Okay. Yet, for okay. Sure. okay. <laughs> But, I'm not trying to ruin the joke for a second time. We'll do the question first. What did Serena Williams do during a tennis match in 2015? A. Had a shot of espresso delivered to her by a ball girl during the game because she needed a pick-me-up and ended up then winning the game. Or is it B. Knock the umpire's coffee out of his hand <laughs> with the ball on purpose after a disagreement earlier in the game? So, is this did this um, umpire happen to be from Rome, perhaps? He, can't, he might have been. Um, and made, I think actually during the game he fell over and then got back up again, didn't he? And it was, I, th- I remember thinking it was great to see the fall and rise of a Roman umpire. Hey, there you go. Thank you. Symbol, but there you go. I, I don't think she would intentionally knock the umpire's coffee out of his hand. Are you well, she does have some disagreements. Uh, she does. Are you saying that she hit the ball She's towards it, or she, or she literally just knocked the coffee out of his hand? She disagreed with him earlier in the game, and she obviously caught him, saw him having a, a sip of coffee, and decided to just sort of Whack send the ball. The ball. As, you know, like when you t- tap a ball away towards the ball mm-hmm. boy, she kind of did it, it towards sneakily him. towards him, and it actually caught him right on the well, there was coffee. A, just dangerous, really. There was a game of tennis uh, last year where the player... Smashed the. It was a bit angry and smashed the ball. And out of all the places it could have gone, it hit the umpire in the face <laughs> and gave. And this is not funny, except for the fact that it is. Uh, and the umpire got a black eye. But um, he, but he got his own back, didn't he? Uh, well, he he awarded the game immediately to the other player and said, "You've disqualified." There you go. Which um, the umpire strikes back. <laughs> if you can tell your joke twice, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this game that Serena Williams was in, it was umpired by a Roman fellow, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I think that it must have been that she got a coffee delivered to her by one of the ball boys or ball girls. There you go. Yeah, which, I mean, to me, is that not a little bit like performance enhancing? 
What, coffee? What's wrong with drinking coffee? It's a stimulant, isn't it? And? Um, well, isn't that I don't think performance it's a... in hand? Did the other one have a coffee? Well, she made, she won the game in the end. She was losing at the time. Well, the other the other contestant could have had a coffee, surely. Well, they could or have, tea. but they didn't. I don't know. I thought it was a fair playing field. It's meant it's uh, meant to be it's meant to quench your thirst, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. having teas and coffees and all that sort of stuff. Supposed, even though it's supposedly, hot. Supposedly, even though it's hot, yeah. Allegedly, but yeah. I, I I I don't see why you can't drink wherever you want. It's only similar to having Lucozide, isn't it? I suppose so. Or or energy drinks or Red Bull or whatever it is. Have you learned anything about coffee today? No. Okay, so um, we'll have another go at that uh, latte later. Now, never mind. Right. Go on then. Okay, <laughs> good, good try. Um, I mean, you came up with that with stop an, mockering me. Yeah, you came, <laughs> up with, you came up with that in an espresso. Um, so um, I was interested by a story about Meghan Markle, the Duchess, Duchess of Sussex, is she called her official title? Oh, right. I didn't know, know that. Do you know what she does? Go on. She shuts car doors on her own. Does she? Yeah. She's... What a what a rebel. <laughs> She her own car door, somebody else's. Well, no, it's a car that probably is paid for by us. But yeah, oh, right, okay. she shut it by herself. Yeah, I mean, she got out of a car and she shut it after her. A royal family member. A royal family member. What is going on in the world? I know. I could not believe it. I blame Europe. It's it, what a disgrace. <laughs> I mean, she royal protocol is that you get someone else to shut your bloody car doors for you, not you. Okay. These. I mean, this you, is going to be an interesting, uh, you know, future episode of The Crown, isn't it? Uh, which is a TV programme on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen I've, that. I've not seen it, no. Oh, it's very good anyway. Better than Bodyguard? Uh, no. no. Well, yeah, yeah, anyway. Okay. It's a um, bit more factual, though, supposedly. So I thought, I mean, th- this is an example of the royal family connecting with the public because, you know, I have to shut my own car door. Yeah, I uh, do too. You do, yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't even know, I mean, even though I'm carrying quite a lot up to your cause podcasting from your house, now, I don't think we've mentioned that, have we? Uh, we have, yeah. We have. Oh, there yeah. we go. Okay. Um, but you didn't come and help me shut my car door after carrying quite a lot upstairs and so on. Well, you'd already rung the doorbell and we're like about to go in the house. Okay. I mean, we're only, we're only, we're only podcasting from our house because your daughter needs to go to bed. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a terrible excuse, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, how long does it take for us to go to bed? <laughs> Put her in a cot, she'll be fine. It's not quite as simple as that. Is it not? Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Routine. I mean, we already, we already had complaints from your daughter that, you know, your voice was booming too much. Yeah, and yeah. I'll still get that today. She could hear me from your house, which is a good mile away. I know. I mean, you're sat in a different room at the moment, aren't you? <laughs> but, um, but as I say, uh, so this, this connected the royal family with the public. And I thought, especially with it being your birthday the other day, what also was connected to the royal family with the public? And I thought, let's go back to you were born 1987. Ah, okay. So yes, yeah, and shortly, shortly before your birthday, there was what was colloquially known as "It's a Royal Knockout." Oh. Do you hear about that? Is that like it's a knockout, but a celebrity version? Well, with the royal family. So the four teams. The royal family. Or are we talking like Jim Royal? We're not talking. We're not talking Ricky Tomlinson and Sue Townsend. Sue Townsend right. and Craig Cash and Caroline Hearn. Not no. them. Okay. Instead, there was a team captained by Prince Edward, Prince Andrew, uh, Fergie, and Princess Anne. Oh, right, okay. And they got celebrities with them. So none of the big players, though? No, the Queen and Prince Charles and Duke of Edinburgh apparently refused to appear because oh, okay. it was crap. Um, <laughs> but apparently they did raise over a million pounds for charity, so it was, that means, you know, oh, good, don't matter good, if you're good, embarrassing good. yourself, sitting sat good to do it again, baked then. beans, then it's fine. So I said they ought to do it again, but am I best listening to this quiz first um, before we decide uh, that? Well, well, I was looking at who appeared on it in these celebrity teams. You know, nowadays you get, like, your Peter Andre or Chico yeah. or that sort of stuff. Uh, well, oh, Chico's apparently had a stroke. Oh, right, okay. Well, prob- just, just thoughts going out to Chico. Okay, well, all the best, Chico. Um, we hope you have a very good recovery. Yeah. Um, we hope, kind of, 
you weren't take, gonna take some Chico time out. Yeah, and recover is what we're saying. So that's gonna that's, that's tempered this uh, this quiz a little bit, Jimbo. <laughs> I didn't do that to you. I knew to do a quiz. I did just you? came up. Yeah. Um. So, who appeared on It's a Royal Knockout? And I'll be honest, some of the names that you read on this were pretty impressive. Okay. So, who appeared on it out of John Cleese or Ronnie Corbett? Um, both night hut knighted have they been? I'm trying to think if any of them maybe turned a knighthood down or anything. Or I'm going to say, and I think I don't know what I'm really basing it on, but I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go John Cleese. John Cleese. I think it, I think Ronnie. Ron, did you say Ronnie Corbett? Ronnie Corbett. Yeah. The, is that the little? That's a little, little one. Little one. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be great at sort of like you know jumping under things and stuff and. But getting onto big inflatables. Yeah. It's it's really hard when you're small. Hmm. Uh, I know that. Um, so I'm going to go John Cleese. He's quite tall, so he could just step up on it. Do the ministry of silly walks yeah. over it, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'd be right. He was on he was on Prince Edward's team. He didn't mention the war, did he? He didn't. I don't think he did, no. Okay. Which is a bit offensive, because they're German, aren't they? <laughs> um, so, boxers. Who appeared on it? Barry McGuigan or Frank Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank Bruno, he did It's a knockout. He, he didn't, was he one of the... Was he one of the the people who laughed who that co commentated on the actual series? I think or? he was involved in the sort of the remake of it. The sort remake of early two thousand. So he's obviously a fan of it's a knockout. Well, there we so, go. So and Barry McGuigan again, he's quite. He was a bit of a lighter boxer though, wasn't he, Barry McGuigan? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So hmm, let's go. Let's go because of Frank Bruno's attachment to it's a knockout of the future. The future episodes, the newly remade episodes, which weren't didn't last very long, did they? Don't think so. Gonna... Cha- they're on Channel Five, I think, actually. Yeah, <laughs> along with all the other tat. <laughs> uh, you listen, Channel Five. We came up with some great ideas earlier on for Kate Botley. But anyway, uh, let's go, Frank Bruno. Uh, you'd be wrong. It was uh, it was Barry McGuigan. So I think uh, I think that's ten of these, by the way. So that's that's one out of two. Uh, so next up. Uh, and Barry McGuigan was also on Prince Edward's team. Which member of Only Fools and Horses was on there? David Jason or Nicholas Lindhurst? Again, it's, it's, it's tall or small, isn't it? I think Nicholas Lindhurst is known for being a little bit more withdrawn and not so much in the media. Mm. And on over, t- he, he does his acting. He does his, and I don't think he's known for getting involved in in reality shows mm. typically. Not that David Jason does as well, but I think he's a little bit more open to things like that than. Than uh, Nicholas Lindhurst, and I think David Jason, Sir David Jason, isn't he? It is now, yeah. So I'm going to go David Jason. Uh, you'd be wrong. It was it was Nicholas oh, Lindhurst. Surprised about that. Then. You thought David Jason would be, would be perfect for it, having like done his warm by like falling through the bar that time, and <laughs> yeah. And there was there was that challenge as well. We had to try and catch a chandelier that was been knocked out of the ceiling. Of course, and, yeah, 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 yeah. But they dropped it unfortunately. So yeah. uh, there we go. Uh, next up, married couple who appeared was it Pamela Stevenson or Billy Conley? Um, so this is funny. Billy Connolly recently. Um, well, it was. Is, that, my, is, is he Sir Billy Connolly as well? My, uh, Sir Billy Connolly is suffering from early Parkinson's, isn't he? Unfortunately, is he? Yeah. Which is strange because he used to get interviewed by Michael Parkinson quite a lot. Well, this so is it's... the thing. Michael Parkinson said the other day in a news report um, that last time he saw Billy Connolly, he didn't look good. He didn't even recognise um, him. Michael, he didn't recognise Billy Connolly. Didn't recognise Michael Parkinson. It was a bit of a say, mm-hmm. a, a sort of Michael Parkinson saying it was really sad. Didn't look good. And then Billy Connolly came out in the news and said, "He's a silly old fart." I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, but um, so yeah, I, I can see. Are you sure he didn't say 
I was trying to recognise my great friend Billy Conley, and I didn't quite recognise him when I when I saw him <laughs> the other day. I, I can I'm going to say, and I met Michael Parkinson as well, by the way. Did he sound like that? He did actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say Billy Conley because I think he's the type of character who'd do something like that. Ah no, it was Pamela Stevenson. Who? Sorry. Pamela Stevenson, his wife. Oh right, okay, yeah. fair enough. Do you not know they were married? No. All oh, right, she's a, she's a, she's a comedian and uh, or former comedian and, uh, right, and okay. uh, psychologist as well. For some reason, I thought Michael Parkinson was one of the options. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> I just talked myself into that. <laughs> Never mind. So <laughs> next up, uh, was it uh, Dicky Bird or Michael Parkinson? No, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I've met Dicky Bird. As You've well. met Dicky Bird. Yeah. Um, is there anyone in Barnsley you haven't met? I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh, so next up. Uh, it's uh, and Pamela Stevenson was on Prince Andrew's team, by the way. And I also met, uh, speaking to someone else, I met. I met the Penison Church football manager today, first team football manager. All oh, right, okay. Penison Church, a big thing in the uh, Barnsley and Penison yeah. area. Is it? Uh, I've mentioned my radio show. Don't need to okay. do it again. <laughs> Second uh, biggest thing in Penison. But Penison I met him Church, today, and, and and because Penison Church are good friends with us on our SoundCloud, uh, we we get a few of their listeners as well. Oh, very I good. believe he's actually listened to the podcast. I see. Good on him. Yeah, there you go. Very sensible bloke. Um, old woman. Yeah. Who knows? No, big man, obviously, yeah. football. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, f- well, next up, we've got two people who I used to get confused as to who they were uh, and get confused. Mis- case of mistaken identity between the two. So who was on there? Emlyn Hughes or Eamon Holmes? <laughs> do sound very similar, don't they? Yeah. Now, I-, I accidentally went to Emlyn Hughes' funeral. Accidentally. I skipped a day of college yep. um, because the bus was sort of late, so I decided not to get on it and just to go to town instead. So I went to town, we did a bit of laser quest, and we came out and we accidentally, went going past Sheffield Cathedral, ended up at Emlyn Hughes' funeral. Quite an emotional occasion, yeah. obviously for a lot of people there. And uh, hmm. Yeah, so I ended up at that funeral. Eamon Holmes, uh, I didn't go to his funeral. Did not get the invite. I didn't get the invite. Um, he's obviously... Uh, Died of ill health um, due to the... I was watching Celebrity Juice the other day. And, 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 he, and he drank it, yeah. No, he was on Celebrity Juice, <laughs> and, uh, and they'd recorded it on the Monday like they do, and halfway through, there was a power cut, um, and Eamon Holmes was on the episode, so they, they they couldn't record it for it to a few days later, but Eamon Holmes wasn't available. So halfway <laughs> through the episode, Eamon Holmes turned into, I believe he's called, is it Scott or Mark Thompson, the actor? Uh, I've, I've Something not Thompson, sure. John Thompson. All oh, right, okay, John Thompson, yeah, from uh, Colfeet and Colfeet, things like yeah. that. Turned in, dressed exactly the same, <laughs> and he pretended to be Eamon Holmes for the rest of the episode. <laughs> it was actually one of the best parts of Celebrity Juice ever. That sounds very. Uh, I it, don't really it, like Celebrity Juice, but that sounds yeah, worth, worth yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it, it was worth watching just yeah. for that. Yeah, go on then. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, Emlyn Hughes because he's quite a sport, sporty and athletic, and Eamon Holmes not so much. Not so much. Yeah, uh, you'd be right. He was on Princess Anne's team. Am so, I going to have somehow met every or been to the funeral of every one of these celebrities? Uh, well, we'll find out in the next question, <laughs> won't we? Um, Paul McCartney or Tom Jones? Or Sir Paul McCartney or Sir Tom Jones? I once did throw my knickers at Tom Jones, yeah. and I'm joking. Um, did so, you meet hmm. Tom Jones and he said, I'm from Chapel Town. I said, oh, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there. <laughs> I've played um, there, I've played there. Well, it's not unusual, is it? But uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to go this time, let's go both sirs as well. I don't think I've got anything to base it on, but let's go Tom Jones. He was there to, for the Welsh people. Do you think that was his challenge, just throwing knickers at people as yeah. he went past? Uh, you'd be right, it was Tom Jones. Too busy recording Christmas songs at the time, Paul McCartney, probably. Yeah, yeah. Is it Ebony and Ivory? Is that one of his? Possibly, not, yeah. Well, not a Christmas song, was it? But um, the So next up, which raconteur and uh, sort of travel person appeared on there? Michael Palin or Stephen Fry? Um. Michael Palin or Steve... Well, if John Cleese was on there, mm. did Michael Palin work with 
Uh, they were both part Monty Python. Exactly. Yeah, so. Um, so would they have had another one, or would they have wanted to have someone else, different representative? I'm going to go... What was the other option again? Stephen Fry. I don't know if Stephen Fry was as... I know it was big news. He was in Blackadder and things like that, weren't he, back yeah, then? Yeah, about, it was starting, about late 80s when he started to come out. Maybe... maybe well, he probably he, came out before then. Maybe but. wouldn't have been as popular back then, so I'm going to go uh, the first one. I'm going to go Palin. Michael Palin. Okay, uh, and you'll be right. Interestingly, uh, Michael Palin was due to be the host of QI originally. All oh, right, okay. Um, but decided not to do it, and it was meant to be Stephen Fry was meant to be a team captain. Right, so on okay. the Stephen Fry and the clever team and Alan Davis. I'm, g- on I'm the... guessing Stephen Fry is quite glad that he he, he replaced him on QI rather than it's an. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, next up, who who appeared on the on Fergie's team? Was it Gene Simmons from Kiss or Meatloaf? Now, did Gene Simmons keep the makeup on? Uh, That'd have been messy if it had landed on an inflatable. <laughs> landed on a custard pie and it kind of made his face <laughs> look slightly better. Uh, I, I don't know because I didn't or, watch it. Or Meatloaf. Or Meatloaf. Um, well, he do, he's known to love the royal family, but and he did say he would he'd do anything for love, but would he do that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure he would, so I'm going to go Gene Simmons. Uh, if it was Meatloaf. Oh. Incredibly, Meatloaf was actually on its royal Uh I thought you, I thought you knew what joke I was going to do there, and I thought you were going to take the words right out of my mouth. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so next up, uh, Cl- was it Cliff Richard or Minimop? You mentioned Cliff Richard nowadays, and obviously people start sniggering at sort of certain allegations against him. But we'll, we'll not, we'll not cheapen ourselves by going there. So was it Cliff Richard or uh, Billy Graham? <laughs> Billy Graham, do you want to fill me in a little bit? Well, it was it, it was the person who did the concert at Sheffield where allegedly Cliff Richard. Oh, is that uh, where it happened? Yeah. Right, okay, allegedly. Yeah, you, you've. I, I've yeah. ruined that again. Yeah, yeah. Thank- I, I didn't know it was. So we've got a pause of the week sorted for next week. Then, thank you. <laughs> uh, let's go. Um, I, I think. I think. I think it's going to be Cliff Richard. It, on it is Cliff Richard. There it's Cliff go. Richard. Yeah. Uh, he was on. He was on Prince Andrew's team. And finally, on Prince Andrew's team, who was there? Was it Olivia Newton-John? Or John Travolta. Oh, this is a tough edge. Which, which one of the two? Which one of those two from Greece? Well, oh, they're both British, aren't they? John Travolta's not. Is he not? I'm not, I'm not sure. No, no. Olivia Newton-John, Newton-John is. is she? I thought she were. Well, she might be. Um, I'll have to check if that. You, if, you would like, if you know the nationality well, of her, please get in touch. She's known for being quite physical, um, Olivia Newton-John. Uh, of course, let's get physical. Yeah. Um, John Travolta. Hmm. He wasn't able to perform on that particular day because he got night fever. Right, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Or Saturday Night Fever, yeah. Yeah, I heard he wasn't very well on that night. And he got Saturday Night Fever? No, he got the chills. All right. And they were multiplying. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go, let's go Olivia Newton-John, just because I think she might be maybe something British, maybe half okay. British or something. And you'll be wrong, it was John, it was John Travolta <laughs> appeared on It's a Royal Knockout. Oh, so that, that was the last, that's some, that's the last, that was the last question. Last pair, so I'm not sure how many he got there. He says here that he uh, he, he was he, he was off his face on it's a knockout, so he'd had a bit to drink. No, sorry, he was on face off the film. Sorry, I'm right. completely <laughs> wrong. Never mind. Let's move on. And Channel 5, as well as our ideas that we've got for Kate Botley um, and the the, fe- the the sort of TV shows we came up with. Actually, they weren't even TV shows for Channel 5, they were for our podcast. Yeah. We're willing to open them up uh, to Channel 5 commissioners. Hmm. But if you're listening and you want to also get going um, the new version of 
celebrity, royal, whatever, it's a knockout. Maybe using the contestants that we named in that segment <laughs> who didn't appear. Yeah. I'm sure they'll or, go for it. Or us, because we, we take that as part payment. Well, we to... ca- we captain a team each, won't we? Of course, we make, yeah, yeah. Make it up from celebrities who didn't appear on there. I you, mean, could, sh- you can be in Team Mexico, because that's yep. the shirt you're wearing today. It is, yeah. I mean, we're sure to get people like Ronnie Corbett on there, because he's dead, <laughs> but yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we could make a good uh, good program. So we need to mention we've mentioned plenty of celebrities today, but we need to mention people to try and get on the podcast next time. But before we do that, I just want to run through a bit of social media stuff because we did go onto social media and just just we tried to get a few things going, didn't we? Yep. Uh, I was asking people to be honest. Didn't get too much response, but I was asking people to be honest about what they Google. Okay, because I I realised the other day after our podcast, I'd Googled some really strange things. All right, okay. Um, including um, Mikel Dipiede. When we, when you going to mention him a bit more today? I, I was probably going to mention him a bit more today, but in the end, I didn't. So I was going to mention uh, Michel Michel Dipiede. He was a former Sheffield Wednesday player uh, for a short period of time, but I didn't end up doing that. I also googled, can you do a strike through font on Twitter? And also Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, because I watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the weekend. I want right, to know okay. a bit more about the film, as you do. You can't help but Google things nowadays. Yeah. Do you know Do you know Bruce Forsyth is in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Is he? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I'm sure. Who is he? I'd, oh, actually, hang on, no. He might have been bed, <laughs> bed knobs and broomsticks now. <laughs> I think he is actually in bed knobs and broomsticks. So the last thing you Googled will be bed knobs and broomsticks, yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Right, okay, Bruce Forsyth. Go on then. What were your three? Um, well, I don't know, because you've just sprung this on me, so I've not had a chance to have a look at them. I think my last three were, who cares if Meghan Markle shuts her own car door? <laughs> uh, why is everyone talking about that 1990s film with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner? Bodyguard. And how to tell your fellow podcast presenter that you're secret in love with him? That's all. Uh, well, moving on, anyway. <laughs> uh, so. um, I'll be doing this next episode on my own. Yeah. Um, anyway, so moving on. <laughs> uh, but I did get an- another response, actually. So, uh, Rob Cassidy... Uh, message back to say uh, number one he was why do why won't now tv offer me any more deals he's just been on very honest about what he was googling that's your new wi-fi by the way it is yeah uh are they a good deal uh seem to be two is kebab meat bad for you right i imagine what the answer might be yeah yes and three tire prices all right okay good to ask the tires that's the cheapest (laughs) place apparently but yeah there we go. Um, and as well as that, now we need to do our celebrity, don't we? Um, who we're going to choose. So who have we talked about today then, Fisher? Well, we've talked about quite a lot of people. Um, anyone in particular you think has been good and, and worthwhile? Well, I'd, I'd like someone who might have to respond to us. Yeah. After a bit of bit of fame from Kate Botley. Well, we spoke about potentially, you know, Kirsty Allsop, but we don't want to smash in our iPads. But then we did mention Sarah Beanie and, and Amanda, Amanda Lamb. Lamb. Um, Mark Wahlberg, way too busy. Too busy. We've got far too busy. Schedule. Bodyguard. Well, I've not didn't watch it, so yeah. Exactly. No point coming on speaking. Theresa to me. May, we've been there. We, well, we haven't been there. We don't want to do that. So. Don't want to go there. Uh, Meghan Markle's too busy closing her, her own car doors. Yep. Um, we talked about Weight Watchers and Dunk. Could we get the Dunkin' Donuts chief executive on here or something like that? Uh, well, I don't know. He might have changed his name instead of being called like Dave Smith. He just called Dave. Then in it's a knockout. We had what Billy Conley. You've got the list: Billy Conley, Ronnie Corbett. Yeah, well, we can't um, get him. On. Well, we can't get him. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, we Frank had Frank Bruno. Frank Bruno. What about uh, Barry what? McGuigan? Barry McGuigan. What about Frank Bruno? Frank Bruno. Yeah, he might be quite a good. Good person to ask. Mm-hmm. Former box. We could ask him questions. Is he up about too that. much nowadays? Uh, well, hopefully, we'll be in our podcast next week. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think he's, I don't see him on much pantomime. Surely, is Frank Bruno's staple, isn't it nowadays? You'd have Possibly, thought. yeah. 
Yeah. So, how about that? Let's go with Frank Bruno. We're going to try our best to get Frank Bruno on the podcast um, next week. We didn't get a definitive answer off Kate Botley, although we did get an answer. We did get an answer. So we just didn't get an answer whether she wanted to. She, she more or less nicked our ideas and went to Channel 5. Yeah, I think she's ra- playing. Rather than coming to us on our podcast. So. She's basically playing hard to get, isn't she? <laughs> so, we'll keep working on it. We're going to go Frank Bruno next week. But thank you very much for listening. I've really enjoyed this podcast. So have I. Um, we hope you have as well. Good. And now to bed. And we'll see you again next next time. time. Next time. Thank you very much. See you soon. Goodbye.